Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Want to get us started now? Sure. Welcome everyone to <laughs> Refuge from the Storm Church. We thank you today for being with us the first Saturday of the month, January 2nd, 2021. We thank our regular and returning listeners and members and any new friends who are listening. We say welcome. We are so happy that you were able to press through the day and push past anything that was standing in your way of being in our corporate worship today. Refuge from the Storm Church is a church of hope, encouragement, and purpose. And it was founded by Pastor Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, just for you and targeted individuals in the United States, Canada, and around the world. We are so happy today to have you with us. And we pray that the worship service and everything contained here, uh, herein will be a source of rejuvenation for your spirit as we come together to worship and to give thanks to God for all he has done for us. And please come again next Saturday. Here are some of our announcements. Happy birthday to all of those who have birthdays from today, January 2nd, 2021, and into the next week when we meet again on January 9th, 2021. Here are some of our church announcements coming up. Our early morning prayer is on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Time. You can get the call-in information from uh, our church website, www.refugefromthestormchurch.org, or you can email Pastor Millicent Black at mgrace321 at gmail.com. Our uh, Wednesday evening chronological Bible study is starting on its first night on Wednesday, January 6, 2021 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This will be the first night, so those of you who want to get a deeper understanding of when events happened in the Bible, you will be enriched in the spirit to learn how it all came to be. The teachers are Pastor Millicent Black, Minister Juanita Purdy, and Sister Cheryl Harvey Miller. And we are very excited to start this study that will last through the end of the year 2021. You're going to get the whole Bible in one year. So this is very exciting. This class will be held on Zoom. And if you want to know more, please send your email to mgrace321 at gmail.com or go to the website of refugefromthestormchurch.org. We also are continuing with our Next Generation Support Group Ministry, which is for all the generations Bible study on Thursday evenings on Zoom. That class is on Thursday, January 7th. 
2021 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. More information can be found on the Refuge from the Storm Church website, and uh, it has the call-in information there. It's all it's on Zoom. Both of our classes are on Zoom. The chronological and the Next Generation Support Group is on Zoom. You can send Pastor Millicent an email, again, at mgrace321 at gmail.com if you want the Zoom link and call in information. Monday night is our ministry team meeting for the members of the church, and it's at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central Time. on January. Uh, that's on Monday, January the 4th at 2021. Uh, at this time, I would like to introduce our worship service serving team today, which consists of many new volunteers, including myself. We ask God to bless us and encourage us in our humble participation in glorifying our Savior and Lord God going forward into the year of 2021. Our talk shoe manager and moderator is Brother Bob Pierce. Brother Bob is responsible for all the talk shoe technical operations. The recorded prelude to worship is by Sister Helena Thompson, music minister leader. This is the music that is played up to 15 minutes prior to worship service and during the service. I am Jax Dominance and I am on the call to worship and welcoming team. Our invocation today is from Elder Carolyn Cunningham, our worship leader and opening ministry of music. Elder Carolyn will lead us in scripture and prayer. Our music minister is Sister Helena Thompson. Our altar prayer is by Sister Loretta Marley before the throne of grace. Our invitation to giving is by Elder Carolyn Cunningham. The preached word will be given by our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. She will be sharing a word from the Lord and pray for her as she comes to edify us with the word. The Lord's Supper will be administered today by Elder Carolyn Cunningham and Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. You can get your cracker or bread and your juice and wine when Elder Carolyn and Cunningham and Pastor Black begin the ceremony. Our invitation to discipleship uh, response to the word is by Sister Helena Thompson. Remarks and benediction will be brought to us by our dear Rever Reverend Pastor Reverend Millicent Black. Prayer requests, which is after the benediction and the recording is stopped, will be concluded by Pastor Reverend Millicent Black. Today we are going to have the Lord's Supper and you can get your everything ready when you hear uh, Elder Carolyn begin and Pastor Millicent will begin the, the ceremony. Uh, my special message today is I want to thank you for your attention this afternoon and evening specific to your time zone. Please mute your lines and landlines to protect the integrity of the service. Now, as we ready our heart and minds, let's go higher in worship together. And we invite the Holy Spirit who is always with us. The Holy Spirit is welcome in this place. We ask you now, Father, to bless each home and each listener and bless us all in our consumption of your word and in our giving and in our, in our music, prayers, and participation. 
the Holy Spirit takes charge and lets your presence be known. We pray that everything we offer today to the Lord will be glorified. Please be blessed in your worship today. I would like to read uh, this scripture in Psalm 96, 1 through 3. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations. His marvelous deeds among all peoples. I'm amen, amen, and amen. And uh, now we have... Um, let's see, Ministry of Music opening with Sister Elder Carolyn Cunningham. She will lead us in scripture and prayer. Thank you, Sister Jax. Here I am, Lord. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in deepest sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord, I have heard you calling in the night? I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. I, the Lord of snow and rain, I have borne my people's pain. I have wept for love of them. They turn away. I will break their hearts of stone, give them hearts for love alone. I will speak my word to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. I, the Lord of wind and flame, I will take the poor and lame. I will set a feast for them. My hand will save. Finest bread I will provide till their hearts be satisfied, I will give my life to them, whom shall I sing? Here I am, Lord. 
Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you need me. I will hold your people in my heart. Amen. 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 Our scripture today is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedary of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall proclaim the praises of the Lord. The second scripture is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Amen. Let us pray. The first prayer is taken from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by the leading of a star, you manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth. Lead us who know you now by faith to your presence, where we may see your glory face to face through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Heavenly Father, Father. we, we praise and worship you as the one and only true God. We thank you for this day and for all your blessings, for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your abundance. In advance, Lord, we thank you for ending this evil of targeting for us all in every organ, every cell of our bodies, in our minds, in every thought, dream, memory, feeling, word, action, reaction, inaction, and interaction, in every relationship, in all that concerns us, in all that we have, in all that we are. Lord God, we thank you for the eradication of all toxins and negative frequencies forced into our homes, around our homes, and in the atmosphere that surrounds us. We pray this prayer for all on earth who are are afflicted by this evil. We pray for the well-being of all our loved ones. We pray for all of us without a community of support to find one that meets their needs. We pray in thanksgiving for all the support groups and leaders within our community. We offer prayers of protection for all of those who lead these groups here and abroad and for those both known and unknown to us. We pray for all media entities that dare to tell the truth about these atrocities. Dear Lord, we pray for those who inflict this evil upon us, as Acts 26:18 implores us to do. Open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. <coughs> Excuse me. From the dominion of Satan to you, Lord, so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified. Finally, we ask you, Lord, to help us to receive your love, peace, Did she get knocked off? Yeah. Sister Helena, can you play a song, please? Should I go go ahead and play the song before altar prayer? 
year. And then altar prayer will come next. Thank you. Now, okay. Please be patient because I have my volume all the way up and it's not coming through. Okay. Can can anyone hear the music at all? I don't yeah. well. Just barely. Uh real fast. Yeah, very low. Uh, it's not coming through my speaker. Um, okay. What's the name of it? I send it out. You should have it. It's the thank you, Lord, for one more year. Okay, thank you. I had it. I'm, I just wasn't sure which one. Oh, see, I, I don't open them up normally before service. I'm sorry.
Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. You are everything to us. And we do thank you for watching over us because we know after the year that we've had and the things that we've been through that you are indeed watching over us or we would not be here, Lord. And Father, we thank you that you've made us victorious and even as we've had studies this year about being an overcomer, and you know you've made us an overcomer, Lord, and that's how we want to live into this new year. And Father, thank you, Lord, for one more year. We're still here. We're still loving you. 
seeking your face and serving you. And we give you all the glory. Lord, what a sweet song that was. That was a very sweet song, Lord. And we do, it was just like somebody praying and singing at the same time, a true prayer to you. And Lord, in this new year, I want to pray for victory and blessings for us in 2021. And I want to decree your word, Lord, in Philippians, which says, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And Lord, looking at that today, I just saw it always comes to me, Lord, it, it doesn't happen automatically. We have to participate, and we hear Pastor with her sermons and Minister Juanita with her sermons, Lord, and they tell us how we need to take this word and, and implement it in our lives, Lord. And, and we just see from this passage, and we ask you to help us to remember it and to remember the passage, but to forget those things which are behind. Help us to do that, Lord. And to reach forth unto those things which are before. So it does take effort, Lord. We have to uh, move by faith and walk this out by faith and, and reach forth and, and press toward the mark. Lord, there's a desertion there. There's things that we have to do. Here are the promises and here is this wonder and this glory to encourage us, Lord. But we have to forget and we have to reach forth and we have to press forward, Lord. And I ask that you would help us to do that and help us just to let these things sink down into our ears. And in this new year, Lord, to, to take hold of your word and really um, as if our life depended on it, because it does. And Lord, we're going to be studying this, this the scriptures, as Sister Jacks had said earlier in the announcement. This year, we're going to be studying through the Bible. Lord, I just pray as many people as you who will be willing to come and to encourage them, Lord, to get into your word and to do it with um, believers that are seeking you wholeheartedly and like-mindedly, Lord, and to just, because this is how we're going to make it, Lord. It seems as if things sometimes are going from bad to worse, but Lord, we don't live in the world, the kingdom. We live in the kingdom of God. And we want to access those promises and those beliefs and those things that you have told us. And Lord, I'm praying for hope in this new year and for us to focus on the new things, the new things that are ours in Christ, Lord. There's so much in your word about new things. So, Lord, we don't want to go into this new year saying, well, it's the same old stuff and the same things happening. No, we want to say the kingdom of God is glorious and our God has made us victorious and he's watching over us and he's gotten us through a very tough year. Lord, we're, we've been isolated, and but we are never alone. And this is what we must do, Lord. We must look at our situation and circumstances and then seek out your word for that promise, for that comfort, for that joy, for that wisdom that's going to tell us how to meet these things that we're facing in the last year and in the year to come, Lord God. 
you, we've had to find alternate ways to do things in everyday life, Lord, from the way we order our groceries to the way we even do church now. And we thought we were sophisticated in that already. But, Lord, we have to keep changing and growing and living and learning. And But you teach us, and the Holy Spirit guides us and gives us a mind to do what we have to do and to just and maybe even to like it better, Lord, and to be joyful and not complaining and murmuring. And Lord, we've missed love once. And, but you've said that we are never separated from you. Um, nothing separates us from the love of Christ, Lord. So when these things are hitting us in our heart and our minds and our emotions, help us, Lord, to say, what does God's word say about that? And just take it and look at it and read it and listen to it and speak it out of our mouths and encourage somebody else with it, Lord, because I know when I've encouraged someone else, and we've all had this experience, Lord, the words we speak out of our own mouth come back to encourage us. And you speak something new to us and what we're telling others, because you are good. You are very good. And you minister to us in every season, temptation, trial, and ordeal, Lord. And there's been death and grief, Lord, and you said that you are nigh unto those that are of a broken heart and save such as be of a contrite spirit. And you said you are the resurrection and the life, and you comfort all those that are cast down. Father, in fear and anxiety, you told us, do not fear, for I am your God, and be anxious for nothing. Father, bring these sayings back to our ears, back to our minds so that we can hold them in our hearts and speak them out of our lips and encourage others, Lord. Father, I pray for those that are not, excuse me. I pray for those that are not able to travel freely, that have been used to visiting relatives and are lonely, Lord. I pray for them. Lord, you have made us free. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. And we're born to be free. And I ask you, Lord God, to help us to know in Christ that we are free. And your word is there for us in every circumstance, in every situation, in every trial, and the things we go through, especially as targeted individuals. Lord, you said that hope was within the veil. There's an anchor there. And that's our hope. Thank you for new years and fresh starts and new beginnings especially the new beginnings of becoming a new creature in Christ, and that your mercies are new every morning and fresh starts with repentance and forgiveness when we sin. Father, you said, behold, I make all things new. We have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, sure and steadfast, and enters into that within the veil. So, Lord, we do have strong hope, and we do flee to it, and we do grab a hold of it, and we do know, as the Word says, that Christ is the forerunner, and he went in there to be for us. So he is our hope. He is our anchor. He is our sure and steadfast one that keeps us in the midst of our trials. Lord, you even gave us a new commandment that we should love one another even as you have loved us, and we should sing a new song to you. And you said you were doing a new thing in the earth and that they that wait upon the Lord would renew their strength. Father, let us look for hope and believe in hope. 
and look for new things in your word that talks about new things that we can access, being renewed in the spirit of our mind and putting on the new self, being transformed by the renewing of our minds. And Lord, thus we forget Abraham, who against hope believed in hope, because there are so many things, Lord, just in our circumstances and our lives that it's against hope. But we still believe in hope, and we grasp a hold of that hope, and we look for those new things, Lord, that are coming in this new year. And we remind ourselves, Father, help us to remember it, that we do not live in the kingdom of this world. We are not of this world. We are not, we're in it, but we're not of it. But Lord, we're of the kingdom of God and help us to live that and learn that and just minister that to other people, Lord, and have hope and believe that in this new year, you have new things for us and that you will lead us in new ways. Lord, it won't be perfect. And it won't be the way maybe we think it should be or we wanted it to be. But, Lord, as targeted individuals, we're used to that. And we have had to trust you in many ways. And, Lord, we could be forerunners to those who in this life, in this world now, are experiencing these things that we have experienced as targeted individuals, Lord. We've been waylaid. We've been separated. We've had anxiety about our relationships, Lord. We've lost and gained and lost again and been shoved and pushed down. But Father, help us to just muster everything we've learned in you and everything we are in Christ from your word and all the fellowship of the saints that we'll have this year as we're going through the Bible and touch everyone, Lord, who's downhearted and sick at heart and You said that uh, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But Lord, we're proclaiming this is a year of hope and a year of new things and a year of praise and glory and joy. And we thank you for watching over us. And we thank you that you've made us victorious. And we thank you, Lord, for one more year. And we're going to come back in 2022, and we're going to give testimony, Lord, to what you did in this year as well. And we give you glory and honor, and we truly look forward to seeing what you're doing, Lord, even this day, in this service. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Next, we will have a song. I thought I saw uh, Elder Carolyn back. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm back. Okay. Thank you. We are similar to other organizations in the TI community in that we have financial needs to meet our goals. Please help us continue ministering to all who are targeted. So for those worshipers who are able, we'd like you to consider making a financial contribution. You can do it in any way you'd like and in any amount. We welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, 
or annual contributions. For your additional information, the CARES Act, the COVID stimulus bill, allows taxpayers who do not itemize to deduct $300 of donations to qualified nonprofits and churches for the 2020 tax year. It states that donors may not be aware of this, so we are informing you of it now. To make a contribution, you can go to our website, refugefromstormchurch.org, or you can contact Pastor Millicent by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Now let us prepare to receive the preached word from Reverend Millicent by first, first listening to a praise and worship song. She will follow. I'm going to try to things. You can be patient with me. They'll be real quick. If I can't do it, then I'll have to ask someone else to play the music for me to, until I figure this out. Okay. I apologize. No problem. Okay, that's not okay.
Jesus is still the light of the world. You know that, don't you? If it had not been for the Lord who is on our side, where would we be? Happy New Year. I pray that you began this year praising and rejoicing God, our Savior, our Father, Jesus, our Savior, for all of the many great things that he has done for us. I give God honor and praise for this second day of a brand new year. I also thank you for your presence here. I pray that each of you enter this new year with the excitement that this could be the year that the Lord may appear. We used to sing a song, this is the day that the Lord has made. And then the next verse would be, this is the month of the church's triumph. And then this is the year that the Lord may appear, 2021. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It is always appropriate, and I am always excited to say thank you to the ministry team for the stellar service that you give to this church and to the services each week. Elder Carolyn Cunningham is our worship leader, as you heard Sister Jack Dominic say earlier. She is also editing a devotion that is planned to be published and sold by our church. That devotion is made up of devotions that have been written by our own staff and ministry team. It is with great pride that we will be bringing it to you. Then there's Minister Juanita Purdy, who shares in preaching and teaching. She leads the prayer ministry and hosts the monthly fellowship night each second Tuesday. Sister Helena Thompson is our minister of music for the worship service. Sister Cheryl Miller Harvey is our webmaster. Cheryl also shares in teaching the Wednesday night Bible study and co-manages the talk show and Zoom calls. Sister Loretta Marley and Sister Sharon Taylor lead in altar prayer. Brother Bob Pierce is our new talk show manager, and he is assisting me with our Next Generation support group that is held each Thursday night. A special welcome to those who have assumed new responsibilities on the administrative team at the church. Sister Shante Lydia Torrigano, hope I didn't mess it up too bad, is now editor of our newsletter. We agreed that she should have a settling in period this week, and the newsletter will be back in production on next week. Sister Jax Dominic is now our call to worship and announcement clerk, and she is also taking care of the many varied aspects of our email system. Sister Sharon Taylor has joined as administrative assistant and financial secretary, in addition to leading in altar prayer. Then Brother Bob Pierce will be doing a special project with our email system. A few years ago, I heard a sermon about how as some leave, others come. We appreciate so very much and celebrate the tenure of Sister Gloria Sterling McGill here with us for the past five years. She wore so many hats for us, as you will discover. And we are also thankful to God for those who have come to help. 
I want to emphasize that Brother Bob is the new TalkShoe slash Zoom manager. So when problems arise during the service or before the service, please direct your questions to him at admin at refugefromthestormchurch.org. He will be looking out for them. We're trying to shift as much responsibility from Sister Helena as possible. So please, when you have problems with TalkShoe or Zoom, don't contact Sister Helena, contact Brother Bob instead. He is also keeping a log of the problems that we encounter and he's making reports to the appropriate authorities. That's but another reason why it's important that you contact him instead of Sister Helena. Soon, each of us will have our own email addresses within our refugefromthestormchurch.org website, and all correspondence can be addressed to us individually. You will be notified when this change has taken place. So join me in praising God for all the many changes and the growth that he is allowing us to have. It's been by his grace and his faithfulness to us that we have our church today. Now we live across the United States from California to Delaware, from Colorado to Missouri to Ohio and Texas to North Carolina, Connecticut, Washington State and Middle Tennessee. We are able to accomplish these services via virtual means and by God's grace. And for that, we are grateful. Let us turn our attention to the message for this afternoon. Our scripture coming from John chapter 8, verse 12, and Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. John 8, 12 reads, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. And verse 16 of chapter 5 of Matthew let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let us pray. Sweet and kind Father, we thank you, God, for this new year. We thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to see the year 2021 to begin. God, we thank you in advance for all of the ways in which you will show yourself strong on our behalf, God. We thank you in advance for detouring the enemy away from us, God, and sending them off in directions, oh God, to which you will use for your glory. We pray today, God, as we look into the mirror of the word that you will change us from glory to glory, God, into the image of Jesus, your son. We pray today, oh God, that as we talk about how Jesus is the light of the world, oh God, that you will help us to learn more about the light that is within us and how we can use that light, oh God, to influence the world to come to know you through Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. Amen. So the title for the message today is, Can You Share Your Light with the World? Can you share your life with the world? I was preparing this sermon for last week in honor of the end of the Advent season and as a reminder to us that though the Christmas season is now over, the light still shines in the world 
because Jesus is still shining in you and me. The message was to talk about the light that shone in the east that guided the wise men to find Jesus, the Christ child. I have referred to the light of Christ in the world on many occasions in the last few weeks. And after this week, there will be at least one more time that this subject will be discussed. However, can we really get enough reminders that Jesus is the light of the world? Are you sad or glad that Jesus left some of his light in you? There are many indications of the growing darkness in the world today. I say growing darkness because since the world began, darkness has been around. Though it stays around, it is always subdued by the light. Whether by flipping on a switch in a room or turning on the street lights or the sun coming up in the morning, the arrival of the light causes the darkness to lose its power. I'm reminded of the scripture that tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. One of the preachers in the doctor of ministry class of 2015 preached a sermon in which he reminded us that when we tell the truth, you shame the devil. That means turning on the light of truth exposes the darkness of the devil. There is also that old cliche that says, the darkest hour is just before day. But my encouragement to each of you this afternoon, don't give up while it's dark. Light is coming. Some of the darkness has been obscured from the minds of mankind because we don't recognize darkness for what it is. The world of entertainment shows us scenes of great darkness in the world, that which those who are guilty call conspiracy theory. You know how they like to throw it off on something else. Yet others call it reality TV. And still others say it isn't real. But I dare to challenge that those thoughts today and say it is real. Those are really just warnings to us that things are going on in the dark that have not yet clearly come to the light. However, the kind of darkness that is called conspiracy theory involves the reality of human trafficking, money laundering, mass murder as genocide, voter fraud, and plans to enslave humanity by a few men, as in the movie King's Men, The Secret Service with Samuel L. Jackson. That movie, believe it or not, was talking about a man who was going to use frequencies increasing the frequency in one town, actually in a church service, so that they could watch how the, the um, effect of the frequencies on the minds of the people would cause good Christian people to turn on each other and to fight among one another, even killing each other on the very church property, all by one man unleashing a frequency into their midst. Growing darkness involves the questions of what's reality or is it just a scare tactic to create fear? Are we living on a slave planet or is the COVID-19 vaccine really a mark of the beast? 
Are these really conspiracy theories or is this really truth or light obscured by the darkness? Notice that I said obscured by the darkness, but the word of God tells us that the darkness is not able to put the light out, but it can cast a shadow in a way that sometimes one can barely see the light. We must have the Holy Spirit is our guide in this world. So we look for some light in the world. Obviously, we turn to the Bible where we find many scriptures on the light, who the light is, what the light does, where the light came from, how we can have that light. In every instance, the word refers us to that word who was made flesh, dwelt among us, and is full of light and truth. That's Jesus Christ. Many scholars agree that from a biblical perspective, light is portrayed as a symbol of holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, hope, and God's revelation. The psalmist tells us that the entrance of the word brings light. Meaning that when the word of God comes into any situation, including the heart or a life, clarity and understanding also come. By contrast, darkness has been associated with evil, sin, and despair. Darkness can be described as unanswered questions. You know how you get left in the dark? Things that are covered over things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know, understand, and cannot distinguish. Any trick, trap, snare, ditch, or pitfall set for a Christian by the devil or his agents can be considered as playing in darkness. When someone knows the answer to a question or has the right direction, but withholds that information from you, that person is said to have left you in the dark. John, the writer of this gospel, was the son of Zebedee and Salome. They lived in Galilee, and Zebedee was a fisherman. John and his brother James were among the first disciples called by Jesus. Their mother was among those women who ministered to the circle of disciples, and she slided, slid over to Jesus and asked if her sons could be allowed to one sit on his right hand and the other on his left in his kingdom. James and John were also called the sons of thunder by Jesus, perhaps because of the quickness with which they resorted to violence as in the calling down of fire upon the town of Samaria or of the cutting off of the soldier's ear. In the first pericope, Jesus makes the second I am statement. I am the light of the world. This declaration is only recorded by the apostle John and it points to his Jesus's identity and purpose. Jesus came to be the light of the world for the purpose that men would not have to walk in darkness. 
This darkness is not the absence of cosmic or other physical light, but the darkness of the mind and the spirit that comes from not being in fellowship with God Almighty. The Apostle Paul identifies that a blinded man cannot see the light, the glory of God, that shines in the face of Jesus as the Savior. Jesus is the example, though, of God's presence in the earth. He is the one who brings understanding, clarity, and peace where there is confusion. The best example that I have seen is that of a plant. I love, I myself love to grow green plants in my home. And when I have the Christmas tree up, it takes the place in front of my window that belongs to my plant. I also have a plant that sits on a table beside the television, but it is in an area where it can see the light from that window. One significant thing about all the plants is no matter where they are sitting in the room, their leaves will grow towards the light. The darkness of night is necessary for whatever is supposed to happen in the dark, even for the plants. However, there must be light in order that vegetation and plants and trees might grow. Even humans need the vitamin D that is produced by the sun. Therefore, God could not expect life to prevail if living in darkness. The light of the cosmos, and by that I mean the sun, the moon, and the stars, God provides. However, the light that now resides in the heart of mankind, only Jesus could provide. And that could only happen after Jesus went through the process of the cross. The second pericope tells us of our role in the salvation of mankind. We are to point others to the light of Jesus Christ. That scripture told us to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify God who is in heaven. This can only be done after we are convicted. Remember that Jesus told Simon, told Simon Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith fails not, and after you have been converted, strengthen your brother. What Jesus was telling Simon was that he wasn't as saved as he thought he was. He wasn't as committed to the gospel as he could have been, and if he didn't watch it, he was going to fall into sin just like anyone else. And Satan had asked permission to cause it. But then Jesus went on to say to Simon, but don't worry, I pray for you. You're going to make it through this test. And he says it to each of us today. Don't worry about these tests that you go through, these trials, these temptations, these horrible nights of persecution. I prayed for you and I'm still praying and you're going to make it. So don't quit and don't give up. We can't share any more light than we have in us. And so Peter had to be told, when you get up out of that mess that the enemy throws at you, be sure you go back and you strengthen your brother. You tell your sister and your brother how to make it over that chasm that they can't see and around that uh, corner is going to be something standing and waiting for them to make them fall. So watch out where you step. 
The disciples came to Jesus mostly by word of mouth. One saw Jesus and went to tell the other. As they saw the light, they went to get another one to come and follow the light, who was Jesus Christ. This is the mandate to each of us as Christians. I had an eighth grade teacher who used to say something to us about uh, after she had explained a principle that was important to the class we were taking. I think it was math that, that class. And she would explain the principle and then she would look at us and say, do you see? We often made fun of this lovely lady everywhere except in the classroom. And that should be nowhere except in the classroom. We, we often made fun of her when she would go, do you see? She'd have this funniest look on her face. But she was asking us if we understood what had just been explained to us. Some would call it a light bulb going out in the head. You all ever had that experience? This is the way the salvation message has to be in us. We have to be able to see what it, with an understanding the great sacrifice that was made for us in order that we will not walk in darkness. We have to be able to accept and appreciate the loss of Jesus' blood and then the giving of Jesus' life in order that we would be saved for all eternity from a life separated from God. I can see it now. When Jesus gave up the ghost, the Spirit of God left him, and Jesus cried out, it is finished. Jesus had satisfied all requirements to redeem mankind from the eternal penalty of their sin. The Bible tells us that while in mankind, the candle of the Lord is the spirit of man. But when the spirit leaves the body, it goes back to the God that gave it. We like to sing about this little light of mine saying, I'm going to let it shine. The next verse says, everywhere I go. And the verse after that declares, Jesus gave it to me. So how do we let our light shine? We're told that a candle or lamp provides light or illumination. We get guidance, direction, and wisdom from God through our spirit as he leads us. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, the Father would send, and his job is to work within the life of the believer. He would not be one who could be seen walking as Jesus walked with the disciples, but the Holy Spirit would be working behind the scenes to help us live a successful life in this world while giving glory to God and pointing us to the light. But how do we let our light shine? How can others see that we have a guiding light living within us? The love chapter is one place that we could start to look for the answer. Love is patient, kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Can you see the light in that? 
Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And when you're walking in love, like we have just described, surely you're walking in the light. And if that's not enough, let's look at the fruit that we should be bearing when we're walking in the light. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. You don't have to worry about breaking the law, getting called into court for uh, any kind of violence or violation of anyone's right when we're walking by the help of the Holy Spirit. One translation says the fruit that the Spirit brings, meaning when the Spirit moves in, just like you and I would bring our luggage to, into a hotel room, the Holy Spirit will bring his luggage. In our bags would be clothes, toiletries, shoes, etc. But the Spirit's luggage consists of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Compared to the works of the flesh, which are hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissension, heresies, envy, murder. These are each sins committed by people, even Christians. There are sins that primarily express themselves in how we treat one another. This is not a reflection of the light, but of darkness that yet resides in us. I can't leave you without telling you how do we keep the candle burning? How do we keep the light, that flame of the Lord, burning within us? We must stay in love with the fuel. And the fuel is God himself. We must follow the instructions of 2 Corinthians 3.18. One of my favorite scriptures. It tells us when we look into the mirror of the word. Don't forget you're looking into life and light. We are changed from glory to glory into the very image of Jesus. Who is light and life. The more glory we acquire, the brighter our light will shine. People know when we've been spending time with God. When we've been spending time with God, we're not grumpy, cold, or down at all. But when we've been spending time with the light, we'll begin to grow in the direction of the light. We'll begin to shine from the fuel that flows from the light. And just like a flashlight, the wider the angle, the more light will hit the darkness around us. The songwriter told us it was the blood from Calvary that made the difference. While Jesus hung on the cross, the word tells us that was the darkest time the world has ever known. 
But since Jesus rose and ascended into heaven, the earth has been the lightest it's ever been. Why? Because Jesus now lives in us. If you want to be, want there to be more light in the world, invite more light into yourself by gazing into the holiness of God the Father in worship and by spending more time looking into the mirror of the word. Remember that is light and life that can come only by, by finding yourself in Jesus's presence, the real light of the world. Now the song said that second line of Jesus, the light of the world, glory to the newborn King, Jesus, the light of the world, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Nelson, for your very inspiring New Year's message, and we receive it. Now let us prepare our hearts to partake of Holy Communion by listening to a praise and worship song. During this time, please gather your elements of a piece of bread or cracker and water, juice, or wine. Amen.
Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Humble yourself for him and he will lift you up. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit. The Lord will not despise a broken and contrite heart. Almighty God and Father in heaven, who also makes his home with those of a humble and contrite spirit. Before you and our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess the sin of ignoring your presence in the spirit, of failing to look for the return of our Savior and judge. We also confess our blindness to your coming in those who are lonely, hungry, cold, poor, and sick. In your great goodness, put away our offenses and cleanse us from our sins. For Jesus' sake, amen. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the gospel tells us that on the first day of the week, the day on which our Lord rose from the dead, he appeared to his disciples in the place where they were gathered and was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Come then to the joyful feast of the Lord. Let us pray over our elements. We give thanks to you, God, the Father, that our Savior, Jesus Christ, before he suffered, gave us this memorial of his sacrifice until his coming again. On the night of his arrest, he took bread and after giving thanks to God, broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, this cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Heavenly Father, be present with your life-giving word and Holy Spirit, that we may be nourished and strengthened through this supper. Grant that all who share the communion of the body and blood of your Son may be united in him. And may we remain faithful in love and hope until we feast joyfully with him in his eternal kingdom. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we pray. Amen. If you will hold your bread or your cracker in your hand, take, eat, remember, and believe that the body of our Lord Jesus Christ was given for a complete remission of all our sins. You may eat your bread or your cracker. Now you may take your cup in your hand. Take, drink, remember, and believe that the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ was shed for a complete remission of all our sins. You may drink your wine, your juice, or your water. 
now hear the memorial. His death, O God, we proclaim. His resurrection, we declare. His coming, we await. Glory be to you, O Lord. Congregation in Christ, since the Lord has fed us at his table, let us praise his holy name with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Now let us listen to the praise and worship song. The receiving of Holy Communion. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which Sister Helena Thompson will offer today.
for such a beautiful sermon. It's very touching. Listening to the song, it also makes you think about how can you not love him for all he's done for us? And think about Jesus Christ who died on the cross and shed his blood to save us, to set us free so we can shine our light in the world. And if you have been a regular visitor of ours, or perhaps you're new to us, we welcome you if you are new and love you. Hope you come back again. But if you yet don't know the Lord as your personal savior, I'd like to help you go through some simple steps to get to know him then you can shine your light to the world just the same as others do. It, it's painful to think that there are those that reject him. It hurts my heart to think how easy it is to serve him. And yet some say no. My prayer today is that someone listening will say yes. You need to remember that Jesus loves you, though. You need to know that he's in the healing business for those who are lonely, those who are brokenhearted or at the end of their rope. Here are some steps that you can take on your road to salvation. You need to admit that you can't save yourself from sin. You need to be willing to repent, or in other words, you need to turn from your sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and that he rose again. Then invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Let me help you to do that. Say the simple prayer and repeat after me, okay? Just say, dear God, I know I can't save myself from sin. Excuse me. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all of my sin, my shame, and my guilt. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and be the Lord of, of my life and Savior. I ask this of you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We at Refuge from the Storm Church you invite you to unite with us as a home church or find a Bible-based church in your local community. You can begin your journey by reading your Bible. We suggest the book of Ephesians or John to help you get started. 
we will hope that you would email us at admin, that's A-D-M-I-N, at refugefromthestonechurch.org to become a member, to let us know if you um, pray that prayer of salvation today. And we can rejoice with you and pray for you and help you as you continue your new life with him. You can reach us at our website that I just gave us and we welcome you to the family of God and to Refuge from the Storm Church. Amen. Carolyn, are you there? Uh, can you hear me? I can. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Sister Helena, for your beautiful invitation to follow Christ. Now let's listen to our closing hymn. It will be followed by final remarks and a benediction, which our pastor, Reverend Nelson, will offer. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning. Some dark and cold There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a candle And makes his own So carry your candle Run to the darkness Seek out the hopeless
Amen. I love that song. Sister Cheryl, did you sing that song at our first uh, Candlelight for Justice service two years ago? Cheryl, are you there? I think that was the first time that I heard that song, but it was so, so pretty, and it's so good to hear it again. I pray that you all have been blessed by the service today, our first service of the new year. I, I pray that God has been honored and, and glorified and that Jesus has been exalted in your heart and in your mind and that you leave this service determined to make your light shine brighter in this world. I do want to tell you that uh, for your calendars, January the 20th, that's the third Wednesday, I believe, at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Targeted Massachusetts is going to be hosting our third annual Candlelight for Justice service. The idea is that if we we can take what it takes one candle to penetrate the darkness. And so during that night, we call off all of the states and everyone who lives in the state is instructed to light their candle at the same time. And that's to remind God that we're still down here waiting on him and we're still holding up the light. So Put it on your candle, on, on your candle, y'all, on your candle. On your calendar, January the 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, in your newsletter when it comes again and on the website, you'll be able to find the call-in or the Zoom information. Plan to join us for that night. Uh, I, we in, invite all of the, or, or many of the other um uh, CI leaders, and they will each have a prayer that they will pray, with, and um, then someone will call the, the names of each state. Elder Carolyn has done that in the past, called the names of each state, and that's when the candles are to be lit all around the nation and all around the world if others call in. And after that, we have a little small memorial service for the TIs who have lost their lives in the last year. So please make it a, a point to join us on, on January the 20th um, at our third annual Candlelight for Justice prayer service. Also on, on this coming Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time is our Refuge from the Storm Church ministry team meeting. Everyone who takes a, a, a part in either providing the church services or in the church service that we uh, hold on Saturday afternoon, every member is invited to join us. Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time is our ministry team meeting. Then we, we start back our week, our week over on Wednesday morning at 7 a.m., Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning for our prayer, early morning prayer time, Wednesday evening. We're starting our new, uh, we're getting into the first week of our, our, our new Bible study. 
Chronological Bible Study. And on Thursday night, we'll continue with our Next Generation Support Group. And then back next Saturday, next Saturday is a busy day, Saturday morning, I believe, at, is it 8 a.m. or 9 a.m.? Is uh, early morning prayer with Minister Juanita. Then um, church service at 6 p.m. And the fellowship following immediately thereafter. Lots of things going on. But, you know, that's a sign of growth, and it's a sign of the blessing of the Lord, a sign of the blessing of the Lord. And we are so thankful to him for his favor. We are so thankful. So as we end this evening, I want us to end just a little bit different uh, because this is the first church service of the new year because we are all together and because we want to start this year off in unity in unity i want us to end our service by saying together repeating together the lord's prayer so i'm going to read this very short little um part of a prayer and then I want us to all join in together so everyone can unmute your phone Lord you make all things new you bring hope alive in our hearts and causes our spirits to be born again God I ask that you would fill us afresh and anew in this new year make us oh God one remember Jesus' request that you would make us one. As such, O oh God, we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven. Hallowed, hallowed be, be thy, thy name. name. Thy kingdom, thy kingdom come. come. Thy will, will be, be done, done. done in earth, on earth, earth as, it is in as it is in heaven. Give us, Give us this day. day. Give us this day. Our daily, our daily bread and forgive us of our, our trespasses, trespasses as we, as we forgive, forgive those who trespass, trespass against, against us. us and lead us, lead us, not, us not, not into temptation but deliver us from but deliver us for thine is the kingdom, kingdom and the power and the power and the glory and the glory, and the glory. Forever. 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 Amen. 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 You may stop the recording.